The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to episode 148 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Hollywood Hearn and Jimmy Smith. Uh, we're a little, a little geeked out. I mean, we got a dub. It was ugly. Yes, it was ugly. Not everything in life is perfect. Not everything is, is, is wrapped up with a nice little bow. You know, a present is a present. Like, maybe this present was covered in shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, we got There's a still a president side. Four in one. And we're about to have some fun this week. I know. I mean, I've seen some I, the comments I've seen out there, Eagle fans. Look, I mean, we should have lost this. I would I wish we would have lost this one. So we You're not real that. fans. Like, come on, man. Are you a real fan? Like, bruh, we're trying like I, I, I was to the point where I was on my last leg and I said I, I need <laughs> need a dub for my mentals. Like I seriously Heart of hearts. If I caught an L and had to go another week, I don't know what, where I would be at mentally. Um, but we got the dub. It wasn't pretty. But we're on the road to victory, hopefully. Evan, how are you feeling, my friend? Dude, I am about to have a heart attack. Uh, like I really, I, I really thought we were going to let that one slip away from us. Um, you know, go and we, we were down 21 to 10 in the fourth quarter, not much time left. And for them to be able to string those two drives together, uh, there's definitely some things we need to talk about in regards to coaching decisions. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz isn't the only one that is taking too long to get rid of, uh, get rid of something here. You know, the, the challenge that could have been, that could have ended that that could be the conversation we'd be having right now if you know the Eagles didn't end up winning that game. Um, you know, Jake Elliott, that's that's just another basket case. There's the dirty hit on Deshaun Jackson, which no one's gonna talk me off of that hill that that was a dirty hit. That, that was about as dirty as they come. And uh, but a win is a win, guys. A win is a win momentarily, top of the division. March towards the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, how are you feeling, man? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, I feel pretty awesome, but pretty spent at the same time. You know that I was pretty riled up before the game and during the game, losing my mind. And 
2110, I was with you. I was like, is this, do we suck this bad? I know the line. I was like, Carson, come on, dude. And things started coming around and, oh my God, I was watching it. I had my kid up uh, and did having him and having my woman with me. And, you know, you, you always say, it, you know, we're going to come back. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're coming back. And I'm like thinking like, holy, don't you, don't do this to me. <sighs> So I'm at peace. But yes, I'm with Evan. I think I'm going to have a heart attack here soon. But think about it this way, guys. We got the win out of the way, and now we get to have a full Sunday and Monday full of stress-free football. We just get to watch some games and enjoy them. It's fantastic. talking crap. Oh, 10 days. My, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, hell yeah. Let's yeah. keep talking crap. Man, I, I, need, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I need a break after that one. I need a little break. We just need some space. You do you. <laughs> We're still in this relationship. I just need my space. I need to take a little time for myself, get myself back on track, and then we'll we'll be doing this football next week, next following Sunday. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're gonna be real, um, the, the the play calling was I mentioned on Twitter it was butt ass. Uh, the play calling was just very questionable. The two point conversion thing with Doug right now it's 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 way out of pocket, way out of hand. Um, Carson Wentz, yes. Uh, I've, I've talked about Carson Wentz, Captain Saver-Bro version of Carson Wentz. That's a gift and a curse. Carson Wentz, Saver-Bro can either break out this amazing play that you're like, wow. Or the other flip side of Saver-Bro is doing too much and putting the ball in the wrong place at the wrong time and just not making right football decisions. We have to sit down with Carson after this game as a coaching staff and say, Carson, look, you know, throwing across your body 30 feet uh, to the other side of the football field is not a good thing. Um, he dropped back way back on that at play as well. Like yeah, he, I, mean, I, I had thoughts of that Joe Flacco 28-yard sack. He just kept on running backwards, running backwards. I'm like, God damn. I mean, yeah, I mean, throwing the ball up where you're in field goal range, when you can throw the ball out of bounds – you know, not a good thing. When you're going down, getting tackled by three linemen on your back, flipping the ball to another, just throw the ball away, take the sack, do what you got to do. This is about putting your team in the best positions to win. And it starts with uh, Doug Peterson, then it starts with Carson Wentz. Um, do you guys, were you guys, I mean, I saw a lot of it on the timeline tonight. A lot of people were questioning uh, some of his decisions with the ball and, and the play calling for, for Doug. Jimmy? I think I'm always questioning uh, Doug's play calling anymore uh, for the most part. Uh, but with Carson, oh, my God, uh, it's so true. It's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you know, and it's kind of like you live by the sword, die by the sword thing where, you know, he has these great plays where he goes out and makes all this stuff happen, and then he holds on to it too long and makes bad things happen. So he kind of reminds me of Brett Favre in that essence where, I mean, you, like I said, you live by the sword, you die. Like, if he's going to go out, I, I want him to be that guy, but it scares me. It's like, this is his fifth year, and he's still this turnover machine, and that scares me, and also not throw the ball away. Like you said. So, I'm yeah. a little concerned, but he's still amazing. Like, I still think he is an elite quarterback, but that's why I'm saying Brett Favre. Like, I just uh, – he's so confusing. The wide range of the ability of play that we, that we see in just one game with Carson Wentz is really – like something to think about. We see the really good, the really, really good and the really bad. And like, that's just 
what Carson Wentz's game has been this entire year, it feels like. But um, is it the fact that he had six uh, totally, different totally. starting lines? And so, yeah, that, yeah that, I mean. that's without a doubt a factor in it. And another like layer that I want to add into that, guys, the more and more I see Jalen Hurts on the field, the less and less I feel confident in him. I, I really don't see... Like, I, I didn't like the idea of trying to bring in a Taysom Hill on steroids. I don't like that aspect of I think it's really gimmicky what the Saints are doing down there. And honestly, Jalen Hurts, like he has had like his speed is there. That's obvious. He can make some people miss, but he still isn't. He's, he's green. He's got a lot of development that he needs to work on on his own. And uh, I just think that like all the all the people that are, you know, so trigger happy with with the thought of Carson Wentz like this dude is coming up clutch and the, th- the thoughts of Jalen Hurts I, I'm not nearly as confident with Jalen Hurts taking the ball as I am with Carson yeah I mean I, I you know you were mentioning about like the linemen um the you know granted the linemen were they were having some trouble up front but and then course I mean the blocking by the running backs was a little off as well mm-hmm but, you know, there's football decisions where you, you throwing the ball away is a, is a good thing. That's fine. That's fine. And for his safety purposes, you know, he, he's got to just know when to <laughs> know when to throw them away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, you, you know, I was trying to make something creative uh, with Fogum, but it, but Doug has to know when to Fogum. Yeah. If we can talk about something positive after this win as well, first of all, hello, Mal. And secondly, yeah. <laughs> Not from the podcast. How are you, sir? What's goody, man? I just hey, man. for two seconds, yo, just because, you know, I've been kind of a, a big detractor of the Eagles lately, but that was a heck of a win by, by uh, Wentz, yo. Yeah. Like, yeah. crazy dimes to win that game, man. Got to show respect for that, for sure. How do you guys yeah. feel about having, like, each week with Travis Fogel, man? Like, he is, is he a legit player or what? Like I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm completely sold. He is a legit, awesome wide receiver. Now, Mal, you, do, hey, Mal, you talked about that dime. Uh, here, here, here we go. It's a little bit tougher. Wentz throws pass is caught. Touchdown, Boston Scott. And this guy, uh, he's he's a giant killer, giant big man. And did you see the double spin as well? He had another double. Seven twenty. Gail said he did the seven twenty. I want to shout out my wife real quick. So every time she watched a Giants game, the Giants lose. Legitimately, she came down the first drive when they threw the deep shot and like stayed for the rest of the game. And so when the game was over, she was like, "You're welcome." So yeah. shout out to my wife, man. She she's, she's a giant man, but she is the go. she is the giant killer herself, bro. I'm nice. just glad that they pulled that out somehow, yo. She's the mush. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of <laughs> speaking of giant killer, we had uh, you know, we had we had a, one of our mans up in the stands. Enemy at the crossroads. <laughs> yo, took Daniel Jones, bro. Like, what's up with the hands? <laughs> he had one of the longest. Could have had one of the longest touchdowns yeah. in giant history. 
I saw did... it too. He dude, he got he got the uh, as people that uh, I'm a snowboarder myself, skateboarder as well. It's called speed wobbles. I saw him, man. Mm. He started to get a little bit wobbly, and I was like, dude, he's gonna go down. He he wasn't able to maintain that balance. He ain't used to breaking big ones, man. I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. They man. said he hit 21 miles an hour though. Man. They did. Like, he, like, was, he was cooking. He was cooking. Yeah, what was this? It was the fastest QB since 2018, which is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah what the he, hell? Was, he was moving. With, with Lamar Jackson been playing, he ran faster right. than Lamar Jackson's run in any of these games. That was his forty-yard dash, and as you can yeah. see, uh, that was all over after forty. So. <laughs> yeah. He's only I'll good for the forty. Yard. That was easy, <laughs> but yeah. Well, you know, I feel like Fulgham is legit. Like Chris just said, also Rager coming back gets me excited. You know, I think that like, well, first DJ's going down is sad. Like, you know, been a big DJ's fan for a long time to see him go out like that. And just the past few years of his career just kind of been mired in injury, which isn't surprising because he's a slight, you know, dude. He's not a big receiver. But, um, you know, it's tough to see somebody that brings so much passion to the game. And has matured a lot outside of, like, the statement that he made in the offseason. You know, you see a very different, more mature Deshaun Jackson now. And so, you know, to lose him, um, but Fulgham seems legit, you know, how we found one with him. Let's see what happens with, like, a, a contract extension, you know what I mean, and seeing what the money looks like. But I'm excited to see Rager come back. Um, you know, I know that that's Miley's dude. I know, Gail, that's your homie. Um, but, like, he could be a huge dimension. Shout-outs to Richard Rodgers, too, yo. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, a big dick ride. I can't never call him <laughs> I that. Knew it. You know what I knew you were going to say that. I can't call him that. But yeah. shout out to Rodgers, man. You know, he he made some hellacious plays and catches, like run after the catch. Like, you know, last week made some tough catches too. Um, has really contributed to the offense in a way that outside of Goder, like really wasn't happening at the tight end spot. Um, I was hoping that it would be Hakeem Butler season. I don't know what the hell that play was on fourth down in the red zone. Let's never run flag. that shit again. Could have been For a real. Like, like that's the guy that it's designed to go to is Keem Butler on that play. Right. I, I, I don't get that. And that's where we get back to Doug Peterson, man. Like, there, well, that was question he was marks open. all over. He was they wide open. open. Like, if you, if you go back and watch the play, Wentz waited for the motion that, for the back to come behind them before he snapped it. But Keem Butler was wide open. The Giants didn't even line up in front of him initially. Yeah. Now, should this be the mood? Like, I mean, a lot of a lot of fans are up and down. Some in the middle. Uh, Jeremy, guys, we are in first place after the bye week. We have Jalen Rager back. We have Miles Sanders back. We have Dallas Goddard back. They say we have a tough schedule, but the people we get back for it's great. Yeah, <laughs> we go into the playoffs. Uh, should, I, I don't know. I mean, another person should we ask our guy uh, Prime? Who was at the game? Hey, uh, Prime, what up? Are we, are, are, Prime, are we going to the playoffs? Jeremy wants to know. Um, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> are you picking up your Nate Gary jersey on the way home? He had a uh... yo, yo. Did you see my boy got the sack though? <laughs> he got burned too. So how, how was how was how was the experience down at the uh, the link? Well, it was very weird. As you guys can see the link in the background, it was very weird being in there with barely any people. Um, the atmosphere for the, the three quarters. I mean, that first drive, we, hey, listen, man, I was out of my seat. I was like, okay, it's coming back to me. But then after that, everything just died. Offense couldn't get their shit together. Carson started looking like shit. 
play calling was terrible. Defense, I don't know. And then we're just sitting there watching these Giants fans surround us, talking shit throughout the game, flapping their hands, like, you know what I mean, mocking us. The soul was taken out of all three of us. It was me, JTE. And then that drive that came in the fourth quarter that at the end and with, with four, four minutes plus left, then they ended up getting the ball back to go ahead and get that winning drive. Oh, man, those Giants fans were hating me. I gave it to them all. <laughs> I gave it to them all. They started leaving. The, 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 soul, the soul that came out of me jumped back in and got out of them. It, it, it was it was crazy. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, right now, just coming back to the car is still weird. No traffic. Nobody's out here. Those cardboard cutouts aren't, la- aren't uh, lined up? The cardboard, the cardboard cutouts were a little bit, were a little bit entertaining. But then they only had them in certain sections. I thought they had them throughout the whole field, uh, the whole stadium. But that's not even the case over there neither. Yeah. Promise you got the, see you got the Cuban link song, bro. See you out there shining, bro. Oh yeah, I, well, 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 yeah, I brought, I brought the prime back out there. Oh wow, wow, wow. And we finally got dubbed with it. Yeah, it I, got, I got the prime, I got the prime back out. So, you know what I mean. I had to, I had to do that do that thing tonight. Man, we were we were we were we were we were a little concerned, man. We were, we were seeing our homies at the game. We're like, ah. but I'm I'm glad everyone's good. Uh, was 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 it a weird experience with everyone being socially distant? No, it, well, the, the social distancing was was good. It was handled. Everybody had to wear their mask. Um, even like when we started celebrating and giving high fives, everybody just had a good time and was like enjoying the giving air high fives you know what i mean like it, nice. it, it was everybody was cool you know we respected each other's space and all that stuff and what's up john when, when, yeah when we left out of there again the whole social the, the whole social distancing was was um handled pretty well nice now i mean if, if we're gonna think about the elephant in the room like if we if, if the one thing that we could talk about today that people were you know is it doug's play calling Oh God! Everyone feeling a certain way. Yep. Yeah, it's been so, great, I mean, you got shout out to Michael. He says Doug was terrible tonight. Um, yeah. Terrible, bro. I got, I got people in my DMs too that are like going way overboard with it, saying that we need to fire Doug. That's absolutely. It's. I'm stop, bro. You <laughs> can't. Facebook says I'm done with Dougie and no. Doug. Yes, no. Yeah, we we can totally talk about the fact how like Doug Peterson's play calling has been completely suspect, but I'm not ready to move on from Doug Peterson at this point. It's I think just- I think it's I think it's partly play calling for me, but also the fact that like he kept he keeps Schwartz around his just complete unwillingness to move on with a real offensive coordinator that could potentially play call. Um, I think that you know his just. Seems like just hard headedness or stubbornness, which is really, um, you know, when I'm saying fire Doug, that's really out of just the emotions of watching that game. You know, I like Doug Peterson, I think that he brings something to the table that you know, plenty of other teams wish that they had. But I need to see more out of him in regards to his flexibility, um, in game planning. And like the same thing we saw with Andy Reid through the Andy Reid era, right? It was like in certain situations, Reid got out coach and clutch situations he didn't come up where we needed him to went to Kansas City and like he's made that change um but Doug Peterson man you know for the past like year or so questionable around some of the decisions that he's made both in game and then also the people that he brings on to the team as coaches 
So I agree. I agree with both of you guys. I agree with both of you guys when it comes to that. But my thing is, um, no, we shouldn't get rid of Doug. But he needs an offensive coordinator. Straight up. Yeah, he I mean, needs a that, yeah, definitely. That that to, that to me seems obvious. I mean, it's just the play calling's been so vanilla, and like it's yeah. so like the, these runs up the middle on like a, a fourth down. Like, everybody sees it coming, man. Like I, I don't understand why there's no creativity in the biggest moments. Like that to me is what is really. And it, it's obvious to me as well. Uh, everyone's talking about Jake Elliott in the comments. It's obvious to me oh he has God. zero confidence in Jake Elliott. He wants to keep Jake Elliott off the field at all costs. Now, now so, Jonas, Jonas on Facebook says, yo, do you all think we're going to get uh, – who, who do you think we're all going to get at the trade deadline? And one of the scenarios that I thought that made perfect sense, <laughs> uh, I mean, tell me if you guys agree. <laughs> I mean, you tra- trade Kamu, trade for Kamu Grill, Gruger Hill, and you get a linebacker and a kicker. You know, killing two birds with one stone, right there, man. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, it's, it's just that at a point where we've talked about Jake Elliott in the past weeks, and it was one of those conversations. Now we're moving on to the next week. Here we are. Fip mentioned it. He's like, I'm no concerns about you know, you know, he's kind of right where he's at. You know, he's missing. You know, he's missing some 50 yarders. That's where he's kind of like, he's usually got the 50 yarders. He misses that in between like 40 to like 30 something range. And tonight was what, a 29 yarder? Yep. Yeah. And you can see it in his face. I, I don't know if it's the, uh, he's feeling it vibe. Oh, he, like, he's feeling it. You know, like, I don't, if, if you were an Eagle player and you were on social media, would you, would you be searching your name? Are you talking about Jake Elliott specifically, Elliot. or are you talking about anyone in this process? <laughs> well, I mean, specifically Jake Elliott. No. Yeah, not, no, no, I, I would no. not be. Jake, Jake Elliott, definitely, there's not much fan mail that's coming in. It's all a lot of hate. And, <laughs> like, kickers to me are so weird, dude, because, like, it's, I seem, it seems like they can have great careers. Jake Elliott's obviously, I mean, he was a huge component in the, the Super Bowl season. But, like, once they get in their own head, it seems like they're just done. They get they get in this like get kicked out of their vibe and then they're just they're useless. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way that you're um, cutting. Like people will say, "Oh man, could you just maybe we should just cut Jake Yelly and get a new kicker?" Uh, newsflash, folks. Um, look under 2020. Yo, um, his dead cap is seven million, almost eight. Seven point nine million. Okay, so please, um, uh, we can end that conversation. So uh, obviously, with them bringing in a kicker, something's up. You know, um, we'll see. Uh, being a kicker is a mental game, though. Yeah, totally I'm, is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, did you see Doug's face after he missed? Like, it's is is definitely Jake Elliott, but it's also looking at some of the faces of like the coaches and players. You can see that even they're kind of on the borderline of if they believe that he can do it. Um, and, you know, like you said, Hearn, you know, like Jake Elliott has made some clutch kicks for us. Yeah. Um, but he's missed some, like, gimme shots too. And so it's like, you know, at what point? Yeah, exactly. Like, you you got to be more consistent. Well, the sad part the sad part being at the stadium and then him coming up to go ahead and try to make that 29-yard field goal attempt. Uh, an advertisement showed up on the board, sports bet, 
And the, what was funny <laughs> is that once that popped up, I said, wow, this is like the perfect advertisement. Is he going to make it? Is he going to miss it? And mm. the guys looked at me like, why would you even say that? And I'm like, um, Jake hasn't been on point. And the next thing you know, he misses the goddamn field goal. <laughs> yeah. And and if you, I mean, if you just think about that field goal and you think about the end of the game, that would have been all the difference in uh, in our heart palpations that we that yeah. we were having. Yeah, well, that would have been the difference in that would have been the points we needed. Games, yeah, quite a bit of these games that we've had. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's sad. It's now, sad. are we are we are we feeling this energy here um, as a group? Is yeah, it, 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 oh, I'm, listen, to be I'm, gonna ride, I'm gonna ride this one out. I've been I'm saying it since the beginning out. of the season. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm surprised. Surprised they didn't make a move for Jim Caldwell, man. I think we've all kind of uh, been feeling that way. Uh, Bringing in uh, Chris Malley and JT that were at the well. Yo! What's up, boys? What's up? You're reporting live from the Thunderdome. In one line. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, yeah, we just left E E Prime and a couple of Twitter friends. I mean – it was it was bleak in there, man. Like third and fourth quarter, like people were going outside. We had the Giants fans doing the bird flap in front of us, and then um, good old eleven, man, took care of it. Boston Scott, man, like they mm-hmm. away from him a lot of the game, and then he just came up. That it really was like a twenty seventeen moment with the Wentz to Cle- like Clement throw. Like it was it was a great play. I mean, that's when we were talking about on the way back, like. Wentz made some uh, bad decisions, um, and he hasn't gotten away from that, unfortunately, in his career. But in his whole career, he's always had that, that play or a couple plays that really allow him and the, and the game, like and the team, to get in the position to win. I mean, the, he trusted he trusted Hightower with that bomb at the end of the game, and uh, Deshaun, his sacrifice wasn't for nothing because they ended up pulling the game out after the penalty and the injury. So. I mean, what are you guys talking about right now? I mean, it, it, now it, we're talking about kickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Jake Elliott, bro. Uh, Rough. I, I mean, but uh, again, like we we have to sit here like and get back to the reality that we did win a football game. There, there. Uh, this this has been uh, a vibe where. Uh, you know, another comment, Travis, uh, said this win means nothing. I mean, again, it might not mean anything to you, but it might mean a whole lot to the players in that locker room. Like, yeah. y'all players who are a part of this progression, obviously we're not on the team. Obviously, we as fans can feel any type of way. I'm not saying that you can't feel that way. I'm just saying that to make make to make it make sense for the, the players in the locker room, it means a lot. You know, getting and, a win in the NFL is tough, and they got one. And look, uh, looking forward, I mean, we've got 10 days until we've got the Cowboys, who have been playing absolutely awful. They lost Dak Prescott, right. and then we got the Giants again. We could be 500 by the, the end of these next two games. And to your point, Gail, you know, and Mally, what up, man? It's been a minute, bro. But, Gail, to your point, that's a big win for Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Like, that's a dude that's taking a lot of heat nationally, locally. And so, like, that's a big win. Those last two drives and definitely that pass to to Scott. And I like what Mally said about it being similar to the Clemens throw. It's like, you know, that's a hell of a throw. Like, 
Peter, like Peppers was step for step with that dude. And he's throwing to a dude that's shorter than him. Like that, there was very little space for him to make that toss. And so I feel like that's a big win for Carson Wentz. He gets to breathe a little easier. There's no Carson Wentz slander this week. And so, you know, I I don't think that this is a very good football team. I think we could kind of agree on that. But that's a hell of a win. And like you said, the NFL is hard to win in, yo. So, you know, everyone counts for it realistically. I, I don't know if Wentz completely escapes, like, uh, any sort of criticism this week, though. Because to me... Like he he pulled out a clutch win, no doubt. He, he did everything he needed to do in the fourth quarter, but ultimately the turnover problem is still there. Oh, for sure, it's one hundred percent still there. It's it's been a glaring issue all year long, and it's showing no signs of going away. So to me, I mean, we got away with one tonight, but we're not always going to get away with one. We need to we need to tighten these games up. We talk about that that one turnover we see from Carson Wentz every game. There's at least one you can expect it, but you just don't know when it's going to rear its ugly head. So I feel like, uh, you know, obviously he's got to get his, his act together. Um, but, you know, again, man, he, he got this dub. You know, I, I, Carson, Carson, we're just waiting for that perfect game from Carson, um, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're two, four, and one. That sounds better than one, four, and one, correct? <laughs> yeah, sure as hell does. It sounds better than one five and one five. Going around hey. the room, uh, Jimmy, do you expect a dub next week? Uh, yes, and I think ten days of rest is going to be something that you know is going to help us immensely because we're banged up, and you know we're waiting for great games from Carson. But I think he has been doing great. You know, he has struggled, yes, and his decision making still is a struggle. And after five years, that's a little concerning. But, um, you know, I think that this offensive line needs to get healthy. So in 10 days, let's hope that Lane is healthy and some other guys can come back because uh, him running for his life is not good. We're finding diamonds in the rough with the receivers, thank God. Richard Rogers turning it on there, thank God. Uh, Mal had mentioned, you know, Hakeem Butler being open there. He's, you know, whether Carson throws it bad or he's got to go up and get it for his pass interference. Logan Ryan was late to it. you got to make that play. So, uh, I mean – I hope this team can build on some things. Miles Sanders come back. I think we can beat the Cowboys next week for sure. Uh, Mal, how you feeling about next next week first Cowboys getting this dub? Yeah, I mean Andy Dalton is trash. Andy Dalton's been trash for a long time, so I feel like it's a win. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a win. I don't know that Carson ever plays that perfect game. I think that Carson doesn't have to be perfect. He just has to manage games better and be more consistent for four quarters. But, you know, this is a hurt team. He's lost several of his key playmakers on the offense. Um, the defense came up big. I think the defense will come up big again next week. Prime, uh, I know your brother's a Cowboys fan, a stinking Cowboys fan. Uh, <laughs> who will be big in the uh, the household. Yeah, so, 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 you know, so, you know, I always look forward to this game uh, every year. Um, but, no, I, I definitely agree with Jimmy and Maul. Um Carson does, you know, still make his mistakes here and there. But, bro, being at that game today, you see it for yourself. That line put him in so many positions, like so many bad positions. It was ridiculous. Like, Malata was getting beat so bad. And then Carson was, like, running for his life. But he ended up juking, you know, a few defenders to still keep the play going. And then he made some plays. So, I mean, hey, I'm riding it out with Carson, man. You know what I mean? Like, Carson's still, you know, the the hope for this team. 
but with these 10 days, these guys come back healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I don't say we're going to have a perfect game from Carson, but his games are going to get better with, you know, with a full healthy crew. Now, now, is this true? The the word on the street is a uh, child to eat. He says uh, Prime's trying to fight Giants fans in the stands. Is that true? <laughs> I was a child. So, so the Out story was. <laughs> nah, so, so, the story, so the story was uh, again. Uh, me and JT were there. We're, we're dealing with all these Giants fans, just like mocking us. So I, 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 I told them both. I said. When we, I'm got sprint, guys. We, uh, I thought it was me. Win, I, it's yeah. usually me. Again. Get this up. I mean, the so, bottom line. You know, he would but, step across the line. Ed, Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. That's the gist of it. Time is in his all right now. Throw me a freaking bone here. Yeah. Uh, you're you're coming in and out. That's what she said. Um, but yeah, we're 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 happy you're back in one piece, my friend, and that your phone is uh not acting up right now. Yeah, I'm good. If you can hear us. Yo, when I lived in Jersey, bro, Giants fans ain't bought that smoke like that, man. They, Philly fans much tougher than Giants fans all day, every day, bro. But they're always talking, aren't they, dude? They're that's all they do. Worse. They are. That's I always say do. that the Cowboys are bad, but there's Giants fans, man. They are annoying as shit. That's all they know how to do. I mean, speaking of Texas, uh, our, our guy Puga chiming Puga. in. Uh, gotta beat Dallas. That yep. I, knew, I know this is big for Puga because that's in his uh, home state, and he has to, uh, as one of the only Eagle fans in the area, he's got to stick up for his team. Um, yeah. Uh, DJX. I mean, uh, that's 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 a that's a. It's, it's a, a shame situation. because I, I, re- I really – Does anybody know what the uh, injury is? No prognosis, yeah. yeah. It, it, it looks like his knee. Uh, yeah, it, it it's really like, a shame. It, lo- it looks like down. an ACL, to be honest with you. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's the, ACL. The, the way his leg twisted, and it really is a shame because, like, Deshaun really never even had a chance to have an Eagles reunion. Yeah. Every single time he was on the field, he ended up – it wasn't long. He ended up getting injured. So this is ultimately probably going to be Deshaun's last game as an Eagle, for being realistic. Uh, yes. I don't see him playing at any point this the rest of the season. The way that he was slamming that helmet, that told me he knew. Yeah. And I mean, when um, football third players throw their helmet, it's not a good. That's a really bad. Uh, point. Well, someone yeah. said it in the chat. You know, it's probably his last game as an Eagle. And I was just thinking, like, yep, that was my first thought. And you know, Mal said it that. Yeah, he really hasn't, and you know, Ev just said it right there. Look, he's never done anything in the few years he's been here, so this sucks. But let's look at the bright side of things. Jalen Rager will come back after the bye week, so when we see the Giants again, mm-hmm. we can hopefully Goddard's back, Rager's back, Miles be back. Hopefully, the line's a little healthier. So let's keep building on this. What we we're talking about before the show, let's get and we got to win. We, we found a legit diamond in the rough, man. Travis yeah, Fulgham. Dude, I, dude I, I think that... Them like, Ward and Reagan. That's what I mean. Like, I am... The, Alshon coming back, that'll definitely help. But I am so excited for the rest of the season with Travis Fulgham, man. Like, that's the guy that I want to see more of. I mean, the, the other guy that we'd love to see more of, but I don't know if his body 
can allow his him to give more. Lane Johnson, man. Um, we we've talked about Lane Johnson for weeks now. I feel like it's been a concern of ours about him coming back too soon. About him, obviously, he's a warrior, but he just is is very it's very concerning the way that he is um, trying to gut it out, and then he's in and out, and he just doesn't look like himself at this moment. You know, they, they talked about the cyst that was drained. Um, they talked about. Um, you know him getting that 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 surgery uh, mid August, um, and I don't know. I mean, are, are we having concerns about uh, Lane Johnson making it through the season? Do you do you honestly think that he makes it through the system or the season, or you you have concerns? Nah, I mean, like the way that he like obviously Lane Johnson's a warrior, and the only thing that's going to keep him off the field is the fact that he physically can't be on the field, and he knows it. He's he tries to play through injuries, and the sad thing is, is that this seems like an injury that he just can't really muster up the strength to go up against. And um, it's something that I feel like is just going to end up lingering because the one factor of it just being a tough injury to deal with, and the second factor is he's going to keep on trying to push it. And he's going to keep on, you know, re-aggravating it. And that, that's one thing I'm worried about. It, uh, shout out to Prime. He, uh, his, his phone must have gave out, but uh, Chad is getting spicy. He said, hey, yeah, I don't care. I pay <laughs> for the top internet and I still get kicked off nonstop. So if yeah. you'd like to come help me kick the living hell out of the people down at the service electric company, I'd greatly appreciate that. They said yeah. that. Uh, they said Prime's phone had Corona. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what were we talking about now? We were talking about, we're, we're talking about this. This is <laughs> we were talking about the story yeah. of our lives. <laughs> that is the story of our lives. I t- we talked about this. I'm very concerned, and like you said, that's kind of his downfall. He's a warrior, but he's gonna re- he's gonna do it until he can't go anymore so he's gonna really hurt himself and that could be hurting his career so yeah. i was concerned i thought he should go on ir and just sit out to the bye i know we need the wins but look how we deal with this anyway we need a young kid who knows he's starting gets his groove and you know obviously driscoll's hurt now so you needed to but I w- sign up, up. that's uh in the chat um Prince. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a guy that we drafted. If he, if he can get involved some way, uh, it, it might come to a point where our arms are twisted and he's getting involved out of, you know, just the next man up. But hopefully he's ready. I mean, the weird thing is like this offensive line, right? Um, it's in and out with this offensive line. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no rhyme or reason, like who's going to be starting. Um you know, Su- Sumalo could be back soon. That's interesting. I mean, if we were even talking about Brandon Brooks coming back and maybe Yo, November. doing box jumps already, bro. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, yeah, I mean, that man is a fucking cyborg, yo. Yeah, yeah, it's the bionic man, dude. But I want to oh, show. Yeah. I want to show you guys something. Um, it, it when you start looking at the the line and um, I mean having a consistency between a quarterback and wide, wide receivers is a thing. Having consistency with linemen is a thing. It's also a thing for consistency for running backs and their linemen as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like running backs knowing where their linemen are going to go. There's tendencies there. I mean, looking at the – I'm going to bring up the, um, the different um, groups of guys that have been playing. Um, shout out to Jimmy Kensky who came up with this chart. 
Look at look at the chart here. Uh, in May, Andre Dillard, Sumalu, Kelsey, Brooks, Johnson. Brooks goes down. It's Dillard, Sumalu, Kelsey, Pryor, Lane Johnson. Uh, July, Peters gets signed. It's Dillard, Sumalu, Kelsey, Peters, Johnson. <laughs> August, Dillard gets hurt. Now it's Peters at left tackle, Sumalu, Kelsey, Pryor, Johnson. In August, JP wants money. He flips back to right guard. JP gets his bunny. LT, Suamalu, Kelsey, Pryor, Johnson. Week one, Peter, Suamalu, Kelsey, Herbig, Driscoll. Week two, Peter, Suamalu, Kelsey, Herbig, Johnson. Week three, Peters, Herbig, Kelsey, Matt Pryor, Johnson. Four and five, Mayalata, Herbig, Kelsey, Pryor, Johnson. And then week six, Mayalata, Herbig, Kelsey, Jamon. You gone, Brown, uh, and, and Jack Driscoll, and then tonight. Um, yeah, I mean that, that, that's, that's more updates than the uh, Call of Duty, man. Huh? That's more updates than Call of Duty. I mean, but at the end of the day, that like, you have to look at that as a realist and look at that kind of. Um, that's a that's adversity right there. That's what adversity looks like. And Carson Wentz, albeit we want him to play all world. We do have to realize that's in front of him. It does have to be there in his mentals when he's thinking yeah. about who's blocking for him. Um, why you know, isn't it? Why isn't that in his mentals when he's holding on to the ball too long? That's like, that's yo, this, that's, this this offensive line in front of me is butt ass. I got to get rid of that ball quick. Like, why is mean, But even past that, though, like that goes to play calling. Why is yes. he in seven step drops? Yo? Why yes. is he in five step he's drops? Why I mean, are we I want to see three step. Where the three step drop at? Um, and, like, shout-outs to Jeff Stoutland, yo, because I feel like if we didn't have Stoutland, like, we would be screwed, yo. Oh, like, time. what coach, what positional coach could work with that group just yeah. switching in and out every week? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact yeah, that like, we even yeah. are functional is bananas. But, yeah, like, the, the seven – the, the five and seven-step drops got to go, man. Yep. yep. Simple as that. How do you watch Ben Roethlisberger do it to you? you? I mean, you watch it over and over, and these guys just don't get it. And I, I it pisses me off. Doug Peterson's been pissing me off. All of them, you know. Howie, Jim, I'm still pissed, but I'm I'm trying to take the winning. You know, a win is a win, like everyone says. But there's a lot to break down. So, and the yeah. funny thing about this win is, like, we talking like we lost, yo. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they're doing to us. Damn it. I mean, I mean, I mean, y'all. I mean, I, I'm. You can't see what my my internals look like, yo. I feel warm, fuzzy. I feel great. About time, <laughs> right? You know, because yo, for me. It, it, like I, I understand the situation at hand. This this team is like mangled. Yeah. It's mangled. It's 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 right now at this moment. It doesn't look good. The injuries. It's the team's not healthy. Um, just to get a W in the worst way when that that, that was a gut check win. Even it was ugly as hell. But then you know people talk about Carson Wentz is being clutch. I saw this in the chat. Is that a clutch moment for? Carson Wentz, tenth career game winning drive. Hell yeah! Yeah, and not and he needed two. He needed two touchdowns. It's weird though, because like Eagle fans are like, "Well, if he just would have played, you know." But um, he came back in the game. Look at the lines, guys. What what did Gail just show you? You had six different lines in seven weeks. Eleven, yeah, or twelve, yeah. Well, then yeah, if you go back to the preseason, it's ridiculous. So it's like. Give me a break. Uh, like, yo, J- yo, John's always 
John, you've been drinking a little bit this uh, And I, I, I like that about John. He's, he's not about the group think. He, he thinks like me. But Rob Johnson is a – that's wow, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Rob Johnson ever make the plays that Carson Wentz makes. I'm just going to be I mean, real with you. Rob Johnson has some moments. Like, I'm not going to cap. Like, he, he made some plays in his career, but Carson Wentz is not – Rob Johnson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's a tough one. How it's going to make me run to traffic. Um, you know, it, it's almost, it's, you know, nails on a chalkboard. He says it's, it's going to be very interesting as we get down close to this trading deadline, where this team looks for players or, you know, there's that, that, that report about, um, from Bleacher Report saying that uh, Zach Ertz was being shopped, um, yeah. and that could speak to speak volumes to his attitude uh, that we've so- seen from Ertz and just the way he was feeling. I, that could could that be a broken heart from Zach Ertz you're seeing out there uh, on the field? I don't know. Like, but you know, at the end of the it's day, business, you want to see you don't want to see players give up on the field. But again, like. I don't know. Like he—he's a guy who said he's wanted to be an Eagle fan for life. I mean, he's been an Eagle player for life. And the fact that he's been being shopped out there—that could be a broken heart, guys. Well, I mean, they were offering him what twelve and a half a year last year, and so like, if you want to be an Eagle for life, you make you taking twelve and a half, and you running the rest of the way. Like, you know, that's a fair deal for a dude that is not as multifaceted as a Kittle, not as young as a Kittle, not as multifaceted as a Kelsey. So, like, you know, I hear the words, but then Urs had that big drop early in the season on fourth down. Like, there are times he's just useless after the catch in many instances. This man just falls down. Like, come on. So, you know, like, there are places where if you really feel like you should be compensated more, you give that effort, right? Like, that's in anything that you do, not just football. And, like, has the effort been there? I can't say that it has. And he really shouldn't be surprised that he's getting shot. Like, he's not putting forth the effort. If the Eagles could get something for him, I absolutely think they should. So, uh, we, we, we pre-show, uh, first of all, shout-out to um, um, Shirley and Barry uh, from the Maybe Next Year documentary It's going to be that is out currently. Uh, if you guys want to go see it out there, that's uh, very interesting. Uh, it's 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 getting uh, pretty good reviews out there. I definitely want to see that. Uh, but where was I going with that? <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm going. Break it was that. a nice shout out though. No, but yeah, uh, right. I love it. Oh, I think we were talking about buying and selling. That's what I was saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. pregame we were talking about um, buying and selling. So where are you at um, now in terms of uh, buying and selling? It's so hard. Like my gut says sell. But then it's like if you gut this team with Carson Wentz, like you put him in even more dire situations where, you know, his health is on the line and he's playing his heart out. So, I mean, personally, I'm going to just stick with my gut. I say sell. Like this isn't a very good team. I think that there are some older players being compensated way over their production at this point that, you know, we could potentially move on from that could get us some draft picks or get us some like functional players in return that can maybe give us something right now. So I'll say so. <laughs> Jeff says he's buying. 
I'm uh, sure he is, though. But also, Jeff said, great pre-show, guys. Uh, Jeremy says, I think Shirley woke up our Eagles line. Yo, Shirley was on fire, bro. Like, she was insanely, like, I mean, both of them were right, hilarious. Uh, but I definitely wanted uh, to make sure you Eagle fans go check out this documentary. Uh, it, doc- it documents the the journey of Eagle fans uh, up up to winning the Super Bowl, like on the way, on the road to victory. Shout out to Jimmy. Uh, and uh, definitely want to bring that up and, and play that for you guys. Uh, this is the trailer for uh, maybe next year. perception of the Philadelphia sports fan is that they are lunatics. Animalistic freaks that have a jail inside their stadium. Philadelphia is a blue-collar city. It's a union city. It's a rough-and-tumble city. The only thing they've cared about since 1776 is the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles Nation, baby! Being raised up in North Philly, you gotta be hard. Whatever we do, we have to work at it ten times hard. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul of the Eagle fan base, Eagle Charlotte. I love my team. I ride or die for them. But they got the one to do the same thing for us. They got the one to do the same thing for the fans. I feel your frustration. 60 years in a slump. Carson Wentz threw two touchdowns. The Eagles beat Washington. <laughs> They don't win the game. Absolutely. Right? Run the mother f***ing ball. Oh, f- run it. Wentz, he's going to run. Wentz is out for the season with a torn ACL. Eagles Super Bowl dreams ride on their backup quarterback. Nick Foles is now taking the lead. They lose one player, and now all of a sudden, they lay down and die. And my team, it's what happened soon. Every year, I believe. A Super Bowl championship in this town is the Holy Grail. If I would have to go, I would want it to be during a game. Did you ever doubt Rocky? Rocky! We're the city of underdogs. Buckle up. This next 30 minutes is going to be something. You ride it down with your team all the way or no way. You gotta be an Eagle fan for life. I mean, you know, I mean, if you don't get goosebumps there, you know, I mean, there's some mixed reviews about some of the people that were being focused on there. But shout out to, you know, early. Uh, shout out to Barry. Those guys are like uh, crazy. Uh, who, you know, I, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna go out and see it next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a drive-in movie theater where you can roll up. It's socially distant. Right. Uh, you can do your thing in your car and watch the movie. Should be a good time. Um, but but, it, but after watching that, like right there, you know, sometimes it's about wins and losses, right? Uh, uh, our mentals are based upon wins and losses, and if you stay focused on that, like, yeah, we got a dub. Uh, we got a dub. Uh, but you know, there are, you know, there are fans right right now who are in the chat saying. <laughs> Trade him, trade him now, Fletcher Cox. Get him out of it. Uh, like, 
obviously, yo, during a pandemic state, mentals are important. So I'll take this dub and I'll put it in my pocket and I'll hold it there for now and uh, just hope that this team comes back looking like a real, I'm not going to even say contender because I'm just hoping they look like <laughs> a contender for the NFC East. Yes. A contender because, I mean, right now they look pretender-ish. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the only thing that there really is to be excited about this year is getting into the playoffs, which honestly is a very realistic thing. Everyone wants to laugh at the fact that the Eagles, you know, uh, whoever ends up winning the NFC East could probably just win six games and they end up winning. Uh, the winner of the NFC East is probably going to have a losing record. Yeah, all those things. But the playoffs is the playoffs, man. We get to play more games than the rest of the people in the division. And we've seen some crazy runs. I'm, you know, when we, we look at teams like the Chiefs, I, do I think the Eagles have any chance to get against a team like the Chiefs? No, not a chance. But it's all it's all about the ride to the playoffs. And uh, it, it's an exciting time. Who wouldn't? You're, you're, in my opinion, you're not a fan if you don't want the Eagles to want to get to the playoffs. And I don't want players on this roster that don't want to fight to get there. I think this team gets dangerous, man, as the season gets goes along because they get more healthy. And so I think that, like, that's the place where kind of on the fence what Gail was talking about before about buying and selling. Like, if this offensive line, say for God, for instance, we get Brandon Brooks back week 16 or 17, and we're, like, rolling into the playoffs with more healthy people, Rager is able to show something, Fulgham still going hard, we get Erson Goddard back, like Sanders. So it, I definitely agree with uh Pete Nathan like this team is definitely pretenders um I think that like it's tough because Howie hasn't shown the capability to really cash in on draft picks honestly no matter where we pick so even if we ended up sucking and picking high like there's no guarantee that we make the right pick anyway um but no I feel you Hollywood like you know I want to see them keep going um I want to see them keep winning I want to see them upset somebody play the Ravens tough you know, and that's that was coming in one of the teams that was supposed to be one of the contenders along with the Chiefs. So, um, you know, like you keep saying, Gail, like it's tough to win in the NFL and to get a win is a money thing. So Hearn's internet keeps booting him. <laughs> He's losing to that internet for sure. Now, uh, shout, out, shout, out to, shout out to Jeremy says, if any of you want to throw the season, send send me your jersey. Yeah. Got to be like Shirley and be – and be with them uh, through thick and thin. I mean, that's there is a, there's a part of like, uh, hey, but the, I mean, this is coming right here, Daniel Jeremiah or Lou Riddick, Riddick too, yeah, or or Lou Riddick. And, and, and the the fact the fact of the matter about having, you know, people might laugh at that those those type of shit, but Lewis Riddick has been involved with the Senior Bowl. He's been. Uh, he has a, uh, you know, the layout of the league. He's very, he's been very involved, uh, and then that's that's a, that's a part of it. And you look at Mike Mayock, who's a big part of the, you know the draft and Senior Bowl, knowing the league and knowing the ins and outs, talking to all those GMs. It's a part of their job, but you know, the Eagles did offer Daniel Jeremiah uh, some kind of role with the Eagles, and he turned that worked for us, right? Before. He did previously work for us, um, yeah. but they did offer him some type of role. But that, you know, that would that would be 
Interesting. But bring, bringing someone into the organization that, you know, they excel in scouting players. They excel in – like, that's exactly what we need. Football-minded, yeah. That, exactly. Like, we, obviously, you know, we, we talk every year about whether – got, got, got Pete got Pete fired up here. Like, hey, Pete. Uh, changing, changing his tune here. Um, we need guys that can evaluate talent. Now, now, not that's what uh, that kind of guy could be the we best. We need guys bridge. that can evaluate talent and hit on draft picks. But and if they win, all of this goes out the window, right? Like if this team ends up making the playoffs, we probably are bringing back the people that we have right now. So like that's kind of the catch here is that if they do pull us off, then everybody sits back and is like, okay, let's give them more time, right? Like but, let's see but, if it could work itself out. I think they get the pass you, anyway. Do you really Corona. think so though? Do you really True. think that they're gonna end up getting a pass if like I don't, really don't do. you think they're also gonna take into account like I, I hear what you're saying in that like, you know, there's gonna be that resiliency of well, we made it to the playoffs. But the fact of the matter is is that it's a trash division and that like that can't be overlooked. Like it was still an awful season. Yeah. It's yeah. Jeffrey Lurie though, bruh. And like, you know, this is the same dude that appointed that gave Chip all the power. Yeah. where he showed very little ability to do even coaching. So I think that, like, you know, honestly, because it's Lori, yeah, I think they get a pass. I think he likes Howie Roseman. I think he likes Doug Peterson. I think he trusts that staff. Peterson likes Schwartz. So I think that, again, if they're able to, like, dig this out and end up making the playoffs, um, that, yeah. And, and to, you know, Jimmy's point, they probably get a pass no matter what, to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, they'll be able to lean on the injuries as well, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's 40 different starters. Yeah, like we're in a pandemic. Like there are a thousand excuses for why they should get another crack at it. And they want a Super Bowl. I still think there's a few positions that you could fill up. And we can, like you said, if we get healthy, offensive coordinator. See, there's so many moves that you could actually make midseason. You so let's not sleep on it. Maybe Howie's thinking this is my last chance. So maybe he makes some moves because mm-hmm. he knows he can't draft. You know, okay, we had. So if we go around this from here, Jimmy, what is your midseason move? Oh, my God. I, I can't stress it enough. I need a damn linebacker. And now it's kind of glaring to me that maybe Will Parks with a little time could get better and help out there. He has his struggles, he but beat. damn, we needed a second cornerback, man. Uh, yeah. We need somebody to go out there and help uh, Darius Slay. Cause we started playing, we would play the chiefs. <laughs> ah! I wouldn't, we need to get healthy and start really building on some things. So I would add a linebacker, but honestly, someone said it in the pre-show, uh, maybe an offensive lineman because we don't want Carson Wentz to get murdered out here. So a lot of stuff to look at, man. A second running back, right? We talked about that. I'm trying to join the wind, Gail. Don't make me. No, obviously, do you see the comment here? It says, uh, yeah, GM. Hey, I'll yeah. Take I'm I'll on board. It. I'll do it myself. As long as you hire us three, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you got to bring it with you, bro. Yeah. The market says Riddick would be awesome. Uh, now, what would be your midseason move? Yo, so Soko was talking about this on Twitter a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago. Pie in the sky, but Levante David from Tampa Bay mm. would be somebody that could like completely legitimize this defense in a way that we haven't been since maybe Jeremiah Trotter. Now, the fact that Tampa Bay is like winning and he's a key cog for their defense, but they also have Devin White, which I feel like might be a reason for them to move on from David. Um, I think with the corners that Jimmy mentioned, I think that's more a Schwartz scheme thing. 
we see two corners that got cut go on to other teams now, Carolina and Jacksonville respectively, and like play good football. So I think some of this is just scheme and just us playing sticks and just nonsensical bullshit. Um, but yo, if we could figure out a guy like Levante David, who's a perennial all pro, um, I think that like he would really bring three down linebacking ability that we haven't seen maybe ever. Nice. So I stole that one from Soko. So shouts out Soko. That that was definitely you first, bro. <laughs> what about you, uh Oliver? You know, I've been talking for weeks about saying how badly we need a linebacker and we true do truly need a linebacker. I would love them to trade for one or get one somehow. But the more and more I think about it, I'm thinking about how, you know, Lane Johnson is really unable to stay on the field right now. And we have Jordan Mailata on the other side. Like we need some depth on the offensive line, like really in the tackle position specifically. And I would not mind if they, it doesn't even need to be a trade. If we could just go and just get some depth on the offensive line, uh, I would be really happy with that alone. You mean you don't like Jamon Brown? Man, <laughs> that was pretty pitiful. I'm not sure. I This highlight actually uh, missed me, but I just saw it today of he was fixing his glove mid-play. Yeah. Dude, yeah. like, are you freaking – Wentz is getting – he's getting tracked, right, like five yards away from him, and he's he's sitting there adjusting the glove on his hand. I'm like, bro, get the hell off the field. Too. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, news, news flash for you, Jimmy. I don't know if you guys heard during pregame um, – Packers of uh, the uh, Eagles did work out former Packers linebacker Curtis Bolton. Uh, they brought him in a workout for today. Um, wow, wow. The kicker, another, too, right? An- another just recently, um, shout out to uh, Mike K. Uh, the you? the uh, Eagles worked out, uh, they have a, a workout for former Temple's kicker, Austin Jones. We'll have a, a workout this week. So, that I mean, again, like we, we, we talked about the weirdness about them looking at kickers. Um, I, if that's if that's messing with with, with Jake Elliott, I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, that's yeah. he's, he's going to get that much more stressed. And uh, sp- speaking of the temple theme, Sean Bradley out there again. I mean, Taylor I making I, plays I, I, on the like, teams, or huh? even that. You and Taylor. The yeah. Seahawks ended up bringing back Kendricks to their practice squad. Like, like moves like that for me are what makes certain GMs better clearly than others. Because, um, like, Michael Kendricks is a low risk. Like, yeah, he's got an insider trading. You know, he's going to probably throw a little jail time. But yeah. until he goes to jail, like, he could be playing some football for us. You know what I mean? Like, See, you know, Seattle man. was also talking about bringing in A.B. You think he ends up playing this year? A.B.? I picked him up at Fantasy just in A-B? case. Yeah, uh, I think Josh Gordon isn't he there too? He he might be coming back as well. A reinstatement, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seattle's gonna be loaded at wide receiver. Here now, I, if if I'm gonna make a move, I would definitely think about Lyman and uh, Todd makes mm-hmm. a amount about uh, the guards. The Bills, yeah. 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 So I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing. Like, and if Spain. we're gonna talk about another Spain. former Bill, Cordy Glenn, like I'm bringing in. Uh, they did have a workout with Cordy Glenn. That was the guy that I was pushing hard. And then the Eagles called like two and weeks later. Sign and him, Jason yeah, we, Peters. We got Jamon Brown. Come on. Yeah, and Jason Peters went to left tackle. So we were yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know, man. Unreal. Uh, Kendricks from Minnesota for a fourth. 
I thought that's what I was saying earlier, Eric Kendrick. Yeah. Say your guy, Gail, that we talked about on the phone, man. Yeah. And, and Minnesota seems like sellers, you know, they just gave up Yannick. So they seem like a team that is trying to get up off a of contract. So Eric Kendrick's could cover too. Exactly. That's what I said in the pregame show. I said, hey, if the Vikings are selling, give me Kendrick's. I'm all yeah. for it, baby. Could you imagine Anthony Barr, though? That'd be a different beast. Is he hurt? Yeah, probably. Maybe we could give him Mertz. Hey, here you go. Hurt guy for. <laughs> <laughs> Todd says Julio. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds on paper. It's it would be great oh, to have hell. Julio, but do we? I said it, no, he's old. old son. I'm gonna say it in my dad, my my black dad voice. Do you got Julio Jones money, son? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I don't know if that's you know if we're trying to be uh frugal over here um you know pete says uh also antonio brown nope. don't think antonio brown's mentals are where we need to be at around young talented you know young wide receivers on the come up I don't yeah, really no want you know antonio brown's gonna be like yo ray you want to come in my lamborghini we go out to the club i'm trying to chill man you know, I also don't think he's looking to come to a team with a loser record, at least not one like ours. Like, I think he's looking not, for like that last shot about, or something. Not even think about Antonio Brown. Not even. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. They, they, we have to be real bad. Uh, we have mentioned Calvin Ridley on the pregame show. John Ross was also looking for a mm-hmm. trade. I'm not exactly sure what you're uh, looking to give up. It would maybe a sixth round for him. Fifth round, yeah. maybe. Ross. Uh, yeah, potential. You throwing uh, out that out there. Ross would be a lot cheaper than Calvin Ridley. That's well, you, you, you also have I to don't think. think they trade Calvin Ridley, bro. No. Yeah. I mean, if if Deshaun Jackson just went down and he's out for the season, uh, this, you know. Yeah. You know, this is Ross. John, I think one more game without Ridley. John John Ross fits the speed bill for what the Eagles are going for as well, too. So. I mean, if he you fits look, that injury bill too, though, man. Like yeah. he's spent yeah. so much time hurt, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean nobody, nobody in theory wants John Ross. No, nah. we just lost. If we, if Deshaun Jackson's injury is that bad, again, uh, he's just a vertical threat that could be out on the streets. Um, yeah. so that's that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here. Like, um, you know, as much much as we are excited that we got this W, uh, we are past the hour mark. But uh, is as much as we're excited about um getting the W. Us as Eagle fans, we're like thinking about next next moves. We're, we're not even in the moment about this W, which is you know, which is okay, you know, because it's like, all right, we got the W. Let's move on. Um, take time and uh, do the backstroke in this W. You know, give it, give it, and enjoy a weekend of stress-free football. Give it a day. Give it a day. You know, it's Victory Thursday. Victory Thursday. Take a day to. Just relax and, and chill with the dub. Call your giant friends up tonight. Leave a voicemail. Send a text. A couple of emojis. Laughing emojis. Do what you got to do. Like, enjoy this W. Um, but uh, before we get out of here, um, Jimmy, any any last words for Eagle fan? Yeah, man. Uh, like you said, enjoy it. You know, we're just trying to break things down because that's what, you know, we do for these lovely people out there. But – uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy this weekend. Like Ev said, you got a nice weekend ahead of you. And then a whole nother week. So you got 10 days to bask in this. Now the Eagles need to get it together. They can enjoy it for a day. But get it together. Got a huge matchup with the Cowboys. Get Miles back, a couple other people. 
let's beat these Cowboys, you know, build on this win here, get excited for it. You know, it was a divisional win. So you get another divisional win, get a bye to rest. And then you get the Giants again with even more people back. So everybody try to have a little bit of positivity, you know, sure. Dude, having Shirley and Barry on earlier, got me so pumped up. I put on the Deshaun Jackson Jersey for him. He got hurt, but I tried to think, okay, 10 for 10 game-winning drives for Carson, right? So Carson, keep building on that, baby. Love to see it. Offensive line, let's just get healthy. Let's go, Birds. Now, uh, just before I go to Mal real quick, um, any, anyone who anyone who says Miles Jack in a trade, you got my attention. Oh, got my attention, huh? Like got my attention. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, I don't know about, I don't know about you know, Ernst, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, if they're trying to move him, I don't know. Uh, but I do like Miles Jack. Um, He's been hurt too. Mal, um, any words of wisdom before we get on out of here for you, fans? Oh, um, it's just been a minute, man. Like I haven't been on really, haven't been active since like May. So it's just been good to come back on, connect with you all, talk to you. Run the um, IR? Yeah, I'm off the IR, man. I'm good now. You <laughs> Brush some dirt on the walk it off. I'm good. <laughs> um, but nah, man, like you said, enjoy the win. Like a win is a win in the NFL. This isn't a very good football team, but that could change. You know, we get healthy, we get some trades done. You have no idea what could happen moving forward. Beating Dallas is imperative. Getting healthy on that bye week, beating the Giants is imperative. Um, you know, sneaking a couple more wins out. There are some teams on the schedule that we can absolutely beat. Finishing with the win versus the Washington football bums. Um, yeah. And you just, you, you never know what could happen. So, again, just excited to be back, man. Um, good to see you, fellas. And yeah, man, go birds. Uh, Evan, Mr. Uh, this, this guy's one of the hardest working men in the industry. Dude's working late at night, comes after his job, and is back on the pod. Give this man some respect. I, pr- I appreciate it, Kale. Um, what I want the Eagles to do is put some respect on Travis Fulgham's name, man. I want to see Travis Fulgham involved early and often in game plans here on out. I am full. I'm full on board with the Travis Fulgham, you know, breakouts. Let, make it his first year breakout season. I, I, put some respect on his name. Could you pronounce his name right? Fulgham. Fulgham. You said Fulgham. I did it again. Yeah. See, it's, I don't know why my mouth. My mouth just moves that way. Um, but other than that, like, let's, let's think about this realistically. The Eagles aren't the only ones that are going to face injuries this year. We don't know what injuries lie ahead for the rest of the NFL. There could be some really good teams that get really bad because decimated injuries. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, their season looked like it's donezo, man. They lost Dak Prescott. You know, obviously we're not sitting here wishing for injuries for anybody, but they're a realistic part of the game. So they're going to happen. You don't know who's going to go down. You don't know which you know, paths to the playoffs are going to open up. So be positive. Bask in this win. And, uh, dude, we got three straight divisional games. Talk your shit, bro. We just beat the Giants. Talk your shit. Who gives a shit? We're top of the division right now. You got Giants fans, friends? Talk your shit. And then next week, we're going to be talking our shit to uh, Cowboys fans. I mean, this is where, if you know, if I'm going to leave off, this is where you can you can hang your hat on. It's Dallas week. You know, we're, we're, we're right there. Right, we're right in it for first place in the NFC East. Like, we have an opportunity to seal. Now, I'm not going to say seal the NFC East, but get a, get a move on this NFC East. That's a, that's a chunk of the NFC East schedule. We played, we've already played um, Washington. That'll be the, the Giants twice and the Cowboys. And then 
you know, it is what it is. And right now for us um, as a team, I'm not, not, I'm not on the payroll, but as a team, as Eagles Nation, it's, it's a week-to-week business right now. It's Dallas week. If you're not hyped for Dallas week, are you really an Eagle fan? It's an opportunity to, like, talk your shit like Evan said. Talk your shit to the Giants fans because you can. Your team won. My head lawyer at my job was talking shit on the Zoom call in front of my whole legal team. And let him have it. I'm going to let him have it. I'm going to put everyone on CC. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, have have fun in the moment. It's Dallas week. Uh, that's a, that's an opportunity to get a big W. Uh, they're dealing with injuries. We're dealing with injuries. Tons of teams are dealing with en- injuries. We don't know what the avenue is going to look like to get to the playoffs. You know, we've seen COVID take out tons of players. We don't know what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, we get we have Eagles football to distract us from the everyday pandemic and the hustle and bustle of life. Uh, enjoy the W, and as always, check in on your peoples. Uh, mental health is very important. Call your peoples because they will not tell you there's something wrong. You have to be proactive. Uh, and for Evan and Jimmy and Mal, who disappeared because of his internet, fly, goes fly, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.